I went to Tim's today. Went to Tim's today to use the washroom. Oh, you sat. Oh, it was warm. I had to poop. I couldn't poop at the house we were working at, so I pooped at the Tim's, and it was it was warm. I was not enjoyable. Work. I hold that sucker. I feel like that's how we're gonna start this episode because we have nothing going. Um, I haven't. This is the least prepared I've ever been for an episode. We have poop going. Yeah. Um, you're gonna hear a lot more just random conversation from us in this episode because I actually don't know what we're gonna talk about. The NHL is a thing. There's a game seven tonight. That's cool news. Do you want to start with that? Let's start with the game seven. Um. For the first time ever, we are avoiding the elephant in the room. And yeah. that's that there is a game six going yeah, on. Yeah, no, no, we don't need to talk teams. about that we're yet. Gonna go we don't need seven. to talk yeah. about that. I like that. Um, we're going to talk about Minnesota and the fact that they just, even when they suck, they have Vegas's number this season. And here we are. To go away. They were down 3-1. I thought, you know what? Maybe all the things I said about Minnesota were wrong. Maybe Vegas is going to come away with the win and going to make it easily. And no. They wanted nothing to do with that because Minnesota just stormed on back. Kaprizov looked better. He scored a couple goals, and they they look great. They don't even look great, but they're winning, and it's Erickson fantastic. Look like phenomenal, great, as well. great. Left oh, the game for a minute and a half there, but yep. came back. He was okay, so that's good news. Yeah, I um, just uh, I don't get how Talbot is uh, has decided, to, especially with the I scoring power it. too. Right, this scoring power is unbelievable on the other side. This Vegas team is is yeah. pretty deep, you know. They're, they're deep not, on they're their not wing. Afraid of anybody, they're yeah, deep on, on their, their wing. wing. Their center depth is oof. Yeah. Chandler Stevenson's their number one center. I know. See, they've lost a lot there. That's there was oof. a point where wasn't it like uh, was it William Carlson, Carlson is technically yeah. their second line center right now, so right. I guess it's a little different. Mm-hmm. But like even William Carlson as your number one, like if you compare that to like around the league right now, like with Toronto's got Matthews. Tampa's got what stammer right now, I think, is their number one, maybe point. Point, I would say point. I think it's point. Um, Boston's obviously got <laughs> Bergeron. I'm trying to think of who else is out there. Just like you look at the other number one centers that are in the playoffs right now, and it's just like, yeah, they're stars. And then you look at Vegas, and I, I think Vegas is a good team. I think they're built pretty well. But when Chandler Stevenson's your number one center, they're yikes. Yeah, they're built well. You know, defensively, I find they're yeah. they're pretty solid. Yeah, but, yeah, but yeah, like they just have like some some hardworking lower bottom six players, right? And mm-hmm. they they struck lightning in a bottle when they had Lord. Smith, Carlson, and Marshall. So just come on this team for nothing. Yeah, they and, asked and that was, the teams yeah. literally asked them to take them, and they ended up yeah, being absolutely. three of the I'm better players sure in the league. Smith was like a throw-in. Yeah, so was uh, uh Bill. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Crazy. Which is like, dude, what he did though from the, the amount of points he scored. <laughs> it was a game. joke. It was a joke. Um, like any every, all the guys on that team that ended up being something special, like they they you didn't expect that out of anybody, but no. they're a legitimate team now. Um, their decor is really good, but I just find they're they're having trouble scoring in this series when they need it. Not not like overall in the series, but when they're down, they seem to have trouble coming back and scoring. Minnesota's looked really, really like not afraid to be there. Either. No, no, they they love this Dumba, series. Matt Dumba just stepped up, and and that's exactly what you expect out of him, right? Matt, I love that that Matt side of his Dumba team. obliterated. I don't remember who it was, but he obliterated some. Was it Tuck? Yeah, and well, then yeah. he ended up fighting for it. But just he's throwing the weight around. That team looks good. That they're, they're playing well defensively. You're getting good performances out of old men like Zach Parise sometimes. 
And it's just crazy to see what that team's doing. It's going to be a really fun game seven, I think. Uh, should be should be interesting to watch for sure. Absolutely. I wonder, uh, I think I messaged you this like about Robin Leonard or Marc-Andre Fleury. Like it's, to me, why would you get Robin Leonard if not for a time where you've, yeah. you've lost two, what, I, two in a row? You have I don't know. Seven now? Yeah, I'm, I know. I'm on like, the fence Mark about Andre it. Fleury is unbelievable. Don't yeah. get me wrong. Like, probably one of the best goalies to play. Mm-hmm. He but, was the best goalie in the playoffs up until the last few games. But, but you traded for Robin Leonard for a reason. For and a yeah, and it just it would suck because especially on a one one year deal, there's no guarantee he comes back. Personally, I would have went to him in game six if I was going to go to him. Mm-hmm. It's but really tough to go to a fresh goalie in game seven. You backed yourself into a corner, but mm-hmm. some of those goals were not, you know, there's not nothing great. you could do. There's yeah. nothing you could do in game, game six. It's just like, yeah. It's tough. Game five, I think he could have been better. Um, but I don't know. I, I think you just you saw one bad game out of Flurry, and I don't think that's enough to make that move for game six. That's the and thing then, is that it's it's tough though because now you're in game seven and which goalie is, is better right now, right? Yeah. Mark Andre Flurry is kind of trending one way. <laughs> it's not looking your team great. is trending one way, yeah. And you just wonder. But do you do you confidently know that currently Robin Leonard is gonna be the guy that that pushes you over the edge. I, I don't know if I can confidently say that because he hasn't played in at least two weeks. Right. I think mm-hmm. they started the playoffs like almost two weeks ago. So it's, it's tough. I don't know. It's a real odd situation for them, especially having two legitimate starting goalies and like star starting goalies in this league. I think they're going to go with Mark Andre Fleury because that's kind of what, what they just have done. And mm-hmm. Robin Liner will go to free agency and probably get once again, less money. Cause you know, he hasn't played in, <laughs> And how long? No, yeah. Especially meaningful games, right? Yeah. So, yeah. Um, yeah. So that'll be fun. Good game seven. You predicted um, the wild, did you not? I didn't on the podcast, but I said if there's right. any upset that's going to happen, it's probably going to be the wild. Yeah. And unfortunately, I was wrong because both the East <laughs> matchups I got, or sorry, yeah, the East matchups, they're both upsets, including the one that finished last night, the night before with the Penguins. Um, that sucked. We both had that, that game. Suck. We had that series going seven, and Tristan Jari had it going four. Apparently, <laughs> <laughs> she just looked terrible. I like. I know Tristan Jari is no like Vesna candidate, but Tristan Jari is a good goalie, and he was pretty good all year. And the playoff came around, and he forgot to bring his glove. I think because it just kept on going in, and he kept making really stupid mistakes, like the one against uh, or in game five in the overtime where he decided he's just going to pass the puck straight. to was a Beauvillier that ended up scoring or Bailey. I think Not Bailey good. Was the one. Yeah. Bailey. He just passed it right to Bailey and said, here, man, all yours. Take this breakaway. Uh, not great. Uh, I think the penguins to me look like the lightning. If the lightning never had Andre Vasilevsky, because the team was flying, they were dominating the Islanders. There and were times they like they, <laughs> they flew offensively, but when the, when the Islanders came back the other way, it's almost like they were just so tired from offensively Maybe. pushing that they didn't get back in. And, and Tristan Jerry, like you said, wasn't Jerry willing to wasn't make good a save. Enough. Yeah, he was not willing to make a save, right? And they that, would give up like 20 to 25 shots a game, and that was it. Like even yeah. in the overtime periods, they were giving up less than 30 shots. But they just those they're out of those 25 shots, 
four of them were going in the net and it's like really said, hard man, to win a game that way the islanders live by we're gonna play defensively we may let up two or three like pretty easy Ew. shots but then we're gonna push the other way and score on the one opportunity that we get right yeah and they made tristan jari just look absolutely like a backup goalie terrible he was terrible yeah. unfortunately for the pens too casey mm-hmm. DeSmith got hurt and right. they didn't have Casey DeSmith to fall back on. And he's been really good this year. So that I think that could have maybe turned the series a little bit. And um, it's your goalie also puts a different jolt on the team, right? Like, yeah, you're, yeah. You, you kind of get this extra boost of confidence. Yeah, almost. And it's like responsibility to, okay, I got to play that much better, right? There's mm-hmm. a reason why this goalie's been pulled. Yeah. You kind of feel a little responsible for it as well. So, mm-hmm. yeah, it sucks. <clears throat> but hey, um, is, did any other series finish in the amount of time we were gone? No. <clears throat> Carolina. No, Carolina yeah, so we, finished. We predicted, actually. That you got Winnipeg, the games. But it was Winnipeg and Edmonton were going to game four. That's right. Oh, that's we, right. We didn't talk about it. We said no, that. So we have no. a lot of series. I think every series really. Yeah, made. you're right. Um, <laughs> pretty much. I don't, I don't know what to say to Edmonton fans that I already haven't yeah. already said. Sorry. Because remember, tough. I said it. I predicted. I yeah, that I said that. I'm Look at you go. It. You've you've been on a pretty good streak so far in this playoffs. I'm not gonna yeah. lie. I got that I the yeah. Boston series. I think you were cruising with. Um, there's another one. I you almost got this uh, Carolina Nashville series. Oh too. my god, man! Good. If there's any series to lose, like the way that it went, I was overtimes. impressed. Yeah, I was impressed that hey, I you actually kind of almost had a chance there <laughs> i knew it was going to be close right it i was... didn't think it would be even close especially after yeah. games one and two no. if you watch those two games it wasn't even close <laughs> no the goalies just for some reason i i wasn't buying it if oh. you know for clutch saves and they yeah. just the series was close for sure but i think nashville just kind of they they really got lost focus for for all those overtime. Yeah, it's also really tough to rely on UC Saros. Oh man. Yeah, like he, he he was good in the series, but like consistently he's not going to be the guy that steals you games and then Nashville just doesn't like have I enough do star and, like be a pro with with a goalie, you know? Like I, <laughs> I you'll pop off a shutout here and there yeah. and then the other games are just like, yeah. Yeah, I don't know why 6 went in. I'm not sure. <laughs> it's tough. Um there was a really good series though. Four last four games went to overtime and it was like Nashville had the lead late in both those last two games, and Carolina just showed how good they are and how deep they are. And they 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 earned the series win. It was good. Um, it gives you some confidence if you're Carolina too, right? Like because you're going up against the Lightning. That's yeah. that's a really yeah. It's gonna be fun. Really I, that should be a like, really is, good series between the two. What is the Lightning missing last year that they you know that they don't have this year? Um, realistically, like they they just they're the same team, they're health. the same juggernaut. No, they're health. fine. I <laughs> think I, I don't even think it's just like a they knock on them. I don't think they're Stamkos wasn't healthy. I don't Stamkos see no, you're right. I don't see them as worse than last year. I just see there's a lot of teams that are better than last year. And I think if if a lot of teams can stay healthy, I think it's gonna be a tougher run for Tampa than it was last year. I think Realistically, Carolina is not an easy team. You know, I don't no, see this exactly. going going no. five or even six. Like this is a series that could easily go seven. Mm-hmm. And you know, but it's just who who did Tampa play like? Oh, they played Columbus in round one. And then they had the Islanders in the conference finals, right? But I don't remember who they took in the second round. But it was just kind of like it wasn't it was it Philly? It might have been Philly. 
Maybe. It was just not a tough run for them. I and then Dallas in the Stanley Cup final, whereas like I think all the teams you're seeing at the top this year are better than what you would have seen last year, especially out of the East. The the one difference is now is that this power play is you can't even Lethal. give them one opportunity. Lethal. Yeah, that's the thing. It's, it's like, ridiculous. So if you give them if you get two penalties, let's say in a game, like that's it. You're if, down two nothing. One hundred percent. Yeah, and that's that's ridiculous. Yeah, it's crazy. It's unfair. You're right. Like they need to if they stay healthy, that's it. They <laughs> they're good, right? Yeah. Vasilevsky is back in playoff mode. Dude, he's a god. He, he's a god. It's insane. Absolutely. He's he's won them so many games already this playoff. It's ridiculous. Like there's games that they're getting outshot by like fifteen and twenty. And they're winning because it just you can't score on the guy. It's insane. That Florida team has a lot of talent. So especially good. in their top, you know, two to three players. Mm-hmm. I really wish Spencer Knight started games one through four. He looked good. He was so good. And Bobrovsky sucks. Well, I don't know why these kids just move. making big moments, you know? Just, he had that, that first game he played, he let in the first shot. And then he's saved 37 straight shots. Just unbelievable work from this kid. And they're, <laughs> I'd love to say Florida has a great future ahead of them, but they're handcuffed to a $10.5 million contract on a third string goalie. So that'll be fun. It's going to be yeah, tough for Florida. This was, this was kind of one of their windows. And I feel like maybe next year with the help of Aaron yeah. coming back, you, you kind of have yeah. some control with some players, but as well that they can lose some things. They're going yeah, back right. into like, the Atlantic, and that is a it's a nightmare of a division to be at the top of like with Boston, Tampa, Toronto competing with you. And then even Ottawa is a pain in the ass to play all the time. Montreal is a playoff team this year. Like it's just yeah, not going to be fun no for them. This easy, is a good year for them. Yeah. There's no easy challenge, right? No, for sure. No, there's no sucks. easy team, but no. Yeah. Um, in order to continue avoiding the series, I don't want to talk about. I, I would like to pose a question that I heard the other day and it's kind of fun. This is completely unrelated. I just want to completely veer off because we can do that. Um, If you had a chance to play in the NFL, do you think you could get a rushing yard? One? Just one. Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. It's different for you because you're pretty tall. You can just kind of run through people. I think also, you know, trusting in the offensive lineman to not only move that's what yeah. I'm saying. Like, but, I don't but think it's get that, that hard to get one yard in the NFL. I think it's possible that I could get three, even Ooh, three like in, in one play. I'd be happy like, with one. I'm you, pretty little. If you catch the defensive line off guard or even, you know, get, you get uh, blocks. If you yeah, get a good block, you can get a first yeah, down. Absolutely. Go for a little run. Like it's, it's really all in the offensive line. Now I'm not saying I'm going to survive the hit. I take at the end of it. I, it's probably a one and done for me in the NFL. My knees will be gone. Cause that's what they're <laughs> yeah. going for. I understand um, that. I'm going to get obliterated right after I get through my blocks, but I could probably get a yard and I think I could hold on to the ball. Like if I just really tuck that son of a bitch in my chest, and I get going with my blocks, I should be able to get a yard. Have you used those gloves before? Yeah, they're glue. Those gloves? They're they glue. You so yeah, much. they are glue. I, I think it's a, I don't think, I've seen a couple of people have that conversation. I don't think it's that hard. <clears throat> like, I don't think being a running back is easy. Don't get me wrong. No. I could not be an NFL running back. But I think if I got one chance and my I had a good O-line in front of me, I think I could definitely have a chance of getting a, a yard. Dude, I'm picturing the, the Patriots O-line. Yeah. They, just, they move people. Yeah. They have big bodies. Like, I think the Cowboys have a good yeah. O-line. I think they I could do one of the well most there. expensive. 
Yeah. I think I think there's lots of teams I would have a chance on. There's lots I wouldn't. No. Uh, of course, but there's lots I would. Cleveland. Cle- I think Cleveland I'd have a great chance. Their running backs yeah. just pick up yards for fun by but accident. Their, their running backs are also their running really, backs are also incredible. They get through really the blocks great. and then they get through the, the defense too. So it's crazy. Yeah. I wouldn't They're, be able to do the second part. I would just get through the block and I'd be dead. Yeah. All right. Fine. I've held it off long enough. Toronto Maple Leafs lost in game five to the Montreal Canadiens. It shouldn't be that big a deal. It's game five. They're still up three, two. It shouldn't matter. It is a big deal, though. It's a Toronto Maple Leafs, man. It's <laughs> just, a big deal. I'm, I'm not worried, but I don't like it. This is the issue with being a Toronto fan is that even being the top team and even having, you know, realistically a game slip up in overtime where like you clawed your way back into it and then gave up a really shitty opportunity. Yeah, not great. And and it's a heartbreaker for sure. But now it's like you're going into game six almost like scared. And it's why? Why? Who on the Montreal Canadiens scares you, you? You really hope that the actual Leafs have a very different mindset than Leafs fans. Because I know as a Leaf fan, I'm a little concerned. Just a little bit. Not a lot. But, but a, a, enough because Who it's just we've seen it so many teams. times. It shouldn't matter. It's the Canadians. They were they're a significantly better team than the Montreal Canadiens, and they've shown they, it all series long. And they showed it in that game. But there are now things that you can do, and there are players that are going to be coming out and people who are going to be going into your lineup who can help this, right? You're going to go back to six defensemen because Travis Dermott is going to come in and play. Yeah. Rasmus Sandin was terrible in that game. I love he, Rasmus Sandin, but holy, he looked bad. And and you can't go down to five defensemen, not like this, no. not this round. You know, that's not something you should be doing to try to win the it's, game. And, it's and crazy back. that they benched him for that long a time. Mm-hmm. I like, I thought maybe like a few shifts here, like maybe to end the period or something. But after that first period, they never saw Rasmus Sandin again. And good on Sheldon Keefe, I guess. Like, way to nut up. But holy, that's a bold play in, in a playoff game. <clears throat> Excuse me. Now, on the other side of removing people from the lineup, I've seen a lot of really bad takes on removing <laughs> Alex Galchenyuk from the lineup. Alex oh Galchenyuk God. made a massive mistake. Don't get me wrong. That was a brutal turnover on the blue line. Alex Galchenyuk was also a part of five of the, or five of the last seven goals, I believe, that the Leafs had. So let's not pretend that Alex Galchenyuk hasn't been a net positive since he's been in the lineup. He just made one glaring mistake. Do you think that he's going to be doing that again as well? Like just no. firing a pass through the no, middle of that, that was a boneheaded play. He yeah, knows he know? made his mistake. Yeah, he's going to learn from it. That's a really offensive-minded player in Cole Caulfield because that's kind of what Montreal said. Like, play. Yeah, and like, dude, the, the defense usually doesn't pinch that that way for the Maple no. Leafs, right? Like for have both of your defense. It was real awkward all around. Like Bogo yeah. going deep, Muzzin not really anywhere relevant. Right. Kind of sucked. Um and it put and it put Galchenyuk in an awkward position who instead of just firing it back down yeah. below the net, he made a real fr- like ill advised pass. It wasn't a very good idea. And that was it. So yeah. and Jack but Campbell, that was his only was mistake. Coming. That's been his only mistake in the series so far. Yeah. And you knew no save was coming. Like, right, it was just the way that it was a two. The way that two on broke down, you're like, this is a miracle of Jack and make this. Mm -hmm. And Jack Campbell blamed himself, bless his soul. (laughs) Like, come on, buddy. What more do you want out of a goal? I don't think Jack, I think Jack could have had all three of the regulation goals. He was, he looked rough on the first three, first three goals, but he settled down. He was fantastic after that. 
but to, to blame yourself for the OT goal on a two on O with two legitimate offensive threats, it's it's a little much. Yeah, you'll be okay, Jack. It's fine. I think that it's more of is is him saying sorry for yeah i think all so. the goals he's just way just, too nice that's what they're kind of asking about right way like, too nice just, jack you know that's all they care about now is the overtime goal yeah um uh, back on galchenyuk a little bit but like do you honestly think that galchenyuk has been worse in this series than brooks Ingval or Mikheyev. Right. Who goes no. in that lineup, man? Like, that's that's the worst part well, about it. Everyone's just like, oh, well, Felino's going to come back. I don't know where everyone just thinks Felino's going to come back. Like, and who knows with back, that guy? He's not coming back as the same. He's hurt. He's yeah, hurt. Exactly. He's skating kind of weak on the ice. Yeah. So now if he's going to go in a game, I guarantee you he's not going to be throwing his weight around the same no. way that he does. And, no. And that's if, not, not going to help your team in this series. Even if he comes back, Adam Brooks played like five minutes in that game. He was irrelevant. I didn't notice him at all. Why would you not take him out? Why would you not take out someone that's really not doing anything? Or McKayev and Ingvall, who, like, they've been good. They haven't allowed a lot of goals. They haven't had any goals against, I don't think. But they do nothing when they have the puck, and they're kind of useless in that in that yeah, matter. I guess it's just that, like, <clears throat> Riley Nash wasn't really all that much to... No, I don't think Riley Nash home about. So then who... It's if it's not Felino, even if it's Felino, if Felino just miraculously is 100% tomorrow, he's not taking Galchenyuk out of this lineup. Galchenyuk has earned his role at this rest, right? Like, this is this is important for for this team to get a lot more rest because Felino needs to get healthy. Thornton is looking slow out there, and that's not his fault. That's just, you know, that's what happens. He's just old. Yeah, I think and, he's made some positive plays on the yeah. ice, which like I don't think Thornton's been a negative by any means. No, but he also makes play. Like, he also doesn't make plays because he's just not there. Anymore. Yeah, yeah. The game I haven't moves a lot faster than him, right? He's he's sometimes like twenty years older than the players that he's playing against. Mm-hmm. I haven't had a lot of issues with Joe Thornton. I know some people have. I think he's doing what he can, and I think he's doing enough. But if you're relying on Joe Thornton's it's a defense only, that's where yeah, you, the issue is, right? It's it's a team game and. Mm-hmm. Those defenders need to stay back, and I think that's why Rasmus Sandin not being in that lineup anymore is going to help them in Game Six. Hengin Ryu just threw a 68 mile an hour pitch. For oh, of course he did. That's that gross. That's nuts. Um, yeah, uh, I'm not that worried. The fan thing I think is going to be hilarious. <laughs> a, because tickets are going for a gajillion dollars a piece. You think piece. it's going to be? Yeah, exactly. It's not going to be anything meaningful. They're not going to be like, no. you know, woo There's 2,000 fans in like a 30,000 seat stadium, is yeah. it not? 2,500. Yeah. 20, like, yeah, sorry, 2,500 fans. <clears throat> I'm, not, uh, I'm not really concerned about this rocking crowd that they think they're going to have because I think a good chunk of them might end up being Leaf fans because <laughs> we also haven't seen hockey in a long time. Um, I don't think it's going to be a high percentage, but I think it's going to be enough that like you're two thousand, even say 500 of them are Leaf fans. 2000 Montreal fans are not going to make a difference at this point. They're still going to be pumping noise in. Yeah, you're going to have to. Um, If they don't, it's hilarious. I know that it does it it matter. I think so. You know, playing in front of any fans at all, you get that extra little motivation. Does it really give the home teams that much of a push, though? I haven't seen it much this playoffs. Well, okay, but if you think about it, a lot of them are also going to be the families of the players, sure. hopefully, yeah. like especially for you the Montreal think. Canadians. So if they go and play, then you're playing in front of your family, which would give you more motivation, right? Yeah, 
You would think. So I think. I think in some way it, it does. I think not it might. In the sense, like, might. dude, when you watch Nash, when you watch Nashville, like that yeah. was unreal because every time that it was sure. a goal, like that stadium went berserk. That because Nashville, everybody is side by side. <laughs> the Nashville Carolina fan aspect was different because their their fan bases are ridiculous. So their 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 houses were rocking, but they were full. Not two thousand people. I don't know if two thousand people is enough to make it difference in a 20 you're just you're you're playing in front of people that's all it is i right? guess I, but like toronto's also playing in front of people now they're like they're looking to break hearts here like you finally get your team back and you're all ready to go and w- what happens if toronto comes out and stomps you curb I, stomps. Think, I hope so one thing that's gonna really determine that is more ice time for nylander in a weird way yes because like he yes. he needs oh. to see more time out there i loved it after a certain what was it like a certain icing that they threw out Matthews, Marner, and Nylander? Yeah, it's that great. Was, that was great, and that's kind of what you need. William right Nylander was like triple shifting. He he yeah. was on with his line, then he was on with the Ingvall and Mikheyev pairing, and then he was on with Matthews and Nylander or Matthews and Marner, just right away. I would just like to say we talked about Nylander many times this season, and every time I posted a clip, there was at least five or six people that were just like, "Oh, wait till the playoffs." I don't know what I was supposed to be waiting for in the playoffs. But apparently it was wait for me to be more correct because this guy's doing everything. He's unreal right now. He's doing it all. He's doing everything on defense. He's taking pucks away. I don't know. Like when you watch him and especially Matthews as well, when they lurk behind players, they are like in the perfect stick way to lift it and take off. And that's it. Like, you know what else he's doing? He's throwing hits. (laughs) Not a lot. But he's throwing like the timely hits that separate people from the puck. But you're making sure that you're there. That's it. Right. Let them know that you're there and they're going to get the puck. Off he's there. in your way. He's mm-hmm. in everyone's way constantly. And he's taking the puck from everybody. And he's making Carey Price his son at this point, because outside of last game where he robbed him like three times, Carey Price has had no answer for William Nylander. And it's nope. fantastic. And I'm so glad that every middle-aged dude in Leafs Nation has now just full heel turn and they're like, ah, well, maybe he's not that bad because they he's been are, fantastic. Right. They're sticking fantastic. to the game plan of getting that puck as low as possible outside of that top line. And yeah, and and Nylander has capitalized a couple times, right? Mm-hmm. And even when he gets oh. his open looks in his shots, Four right? Times. He's, yeah, exactly. You love to see it's it. It's very right? cockamamie so, meme. Four times. Right. <laughs> he's great. already up. What, he's been two? so good. He's, he's been a- good. I'd also like to point out Morgan Riley has been really good, not just on offense, but on defense, which is nuts. I saw a play last night. I knew Riley and Brody were on the ice, and there was a play where they 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 beat a D-man, and they were on a rush, and the other D-man swung and made a beautiful play to break up the rush. I'm like, oh, good play, Brody. And he turns around, and it's Riley. I'm like, what? Morgan Riley doing defensive things. How are you doing? It was great. It just he's trying to earn that money. Okay. He knows. He knows what's at stake here. Yeah. He's been great. I'm really happy for Mo. That guy deserves the world on this team. Yeah. I've also been really impressed with Jason Spezza. I think he's capitalized a lot on on some opportunities. Yeah. It's you know, he he's faced a lot of adversity the moment he came into Toronto, right? Going against Babs was a was a A tough time. Yeah, that's a joke, right? Like you bring him in and then he sits. Yeah, it was a joke. Um, I'm so glad he's succeeding. I'm so glad most succeeding. And I just hope this team can get it done. I don't even care if it takes seven games. I just really hope they can get it done. It's just so painful to be a Leaf fan sometimes. 
Are you watching this uh this Jays game? Holy, it is a the disaster way. out there. <laughs> Up is just not Vlad is literally just laughing it off because it's just like a full he keeps calling time to blistering like, put the storm. Wind down and yeah, the bats are on their shoulders. Look at that. Everything is just floating high. That's 85 insane. high. That's it. It's insane, man. I don't know how I don't know why they started this game. <gasps> oh, I know what we need to talk about. We're done with hockey. We're good. You got I mean, anything else? If I don't think so. I don't know. Yeah, sure. The Blue Jays. The Blue Jays had a debut yesterday. Oh my God. Oh no. Yep. Alec Manoa, baby. Oh my God. He was so good. Oh, Vladdy. Uh, not enough. Um, oh, just was it six innings? Uh, no runs, seven K's, two hits, two walks. Just carving the New Dude, York Yankees. That was unreal carving. against the Yankees. He- looked good oh my god everyone like there's a lot of people really skeptical when he came up like oh it's too early he's only thrown 30 minor league innings don't care this kid dominated 23 years old it was his time to come up he was don't tell him that yeah he doesn't give a shit about how many minor league innings he's thrown he's now thrown six major league innings and he hasn't given up a run in 30 innings how much better was he like absolutely what is he what more does he have to do in the minors (laughs) yeah no it was fantastic he it was the greatest moment of my day when the first strikeout he has as a major league pitcher, Rugnetto Odor. <laughs> like, could it be any more storybook perfect for That's Alec a good Manoa? To get your mojo going with, you know? Four pitch walk to DJ LeMayhew to start the game, and you're like, oh no, here we go. And then Rugnetto Odor just looks stupid. Hey, and then DJ- Aaron Judge. DJ LeMayhew has been like a really top of bat for any pitcher, Everyone. you know, even, yeah, absolutely. So, you sure know, four pitches and then to come back and just go, yeah, that's it. it He's like, oh, no, this is, this is no yet. different. This is exactly yeah. the same as I've been doing for the past how 23 years of my life. And he just went out there, nutted up, made Rugnet look stupid, which isn't very hard. And then made Judge look bad twice. I'm pretty sure Rugnet twice. Oh, that's a terrible read to Oscar. Just a fantastic, fantastic outing from Alec Manoa. And I am so excited to see what this kid continues to do in the major leagues, in the majors. I just, he's in the majors. Here he is. The it's, number six on his back too. Love it. Oh, it's a lot better than some of the other people that we were seeing come up yeah. and pitch. Yeah. Nate, Nate's a recent one that kind of comes to mind. And like, you think of it, there's the same age, <laughs> Manoa and Nate. And obviously there's some different issues there. And I think Nate's been hurt a little, but. It's uh, it's great. It's great to see. I'm so glad we have a prospect that might turn out. I think that it's just like also one one's trending one way and the other is is kind of trending the other way. So you kind of ride the hot arm, and and you know that's okay, right? They if Alec Manoa can stay here and then yeah, absolutely way to go, Gretch. And then if 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 Nate can figure it out, then you have two that are just going at the same time, right? Yeah. Oh man, you if you get if you the- get Nate Pearson into this. On top of Alec Manoa. Can you imagine? The, the Jays GMs will be laughing. Oh, my God. <laughs> Everyone upstairs will be great. just looking at each other with nothing but smiles like, wow, I can't believe this worked out. It's great. It's going to save you a lot of money, too, because they're cheap. And at that point, you they're don't have to while. you don't have to re-sign Matt's or uh, Razor. And mm-hmm. you're just going to save money there. So it's fine. I would like to see Robbie Ray come back because I really like Robbie Ray. But, like... <laughs> You don't you don't have to because you have all these options now. And then when I'm surprised to hear you say that. 
I know. Robbie Ray came out of nowhere. He's been yeah. so fun. I love that guy. He's a he's fun like guy. he gives up he's so many new, home runs. So many home runs. Guy, okay. Yeah. So many home runs. But just like so many strikeouts. So many strikeouts. And the pants and the grunting when he throws. And just like everything about like his like mohawk thing he's got going on. He looks like a machine. Like razor sharp beard. And just his look of anger in his eyes every time he's on the mound. I can't dislike Robbie Ray. The fact that he just forgot how to walk people all of a sudden too. (laughs) Crazy. He doesn't want to walk people. No, it's awesome. I'm I can't. I would love to see Robbie Ray come back. I would also love to see Marcus Semyon come back for the rest of his life because he's been so good. He's been like he, he's fit in well, you know. You almost don't think he's on a one-year deal. Yeah, like, you hate to see that. <laughs> would you? Would you honestly be okay with signing him? Yeah, and just kind of keeping the team that you have, especially yeah. knowing that you still have some free money. You know, for two, three years, mm-hmm. you can get him to come back, and then you know, reuse up in three. Simeon will be up in three. Yeah, you know, if, especially if I, I think close. if you're gonna, I think he can get five somewhere. Is the problem. So I think he if you're can, gonna offer it, I think I, gonna, he might give you the benefit of the doubt and be like, "Hey, you guys gave me a chance." Yeah, and maybe less neat. about five and more about you know what? What can I do in my three here? Sure. And can I get more and then get another? Three do I want to play three here or five in Seattle where they're? Oh, that's gone. Play. Tell me that's gone. I'm so far. Oh no! This. I haven't even had the pitch yet. Uh, the wind is just killer yeah. because that is an absolute nuke. Absolutely, off of is it's bad. gonna hit the bottom of the wall. That hurts so much. <laughs> that hurts. How yeah. are you playing a baseball like, game today? That's so brutal. This team is just showing you that they can they can compete. So why break it up after a year, right? Marcus Simeon having to go fit into a new organization, especially mm-hmm. when he's already slid into one of the leaders of this team. Yeah. Like that's that's something that you want to keep around, right? And I think the Jays are are showing that if you fit in well, they're gonna keep you around. Yeah. Right, they want they want you here. They're they they're showing it. They're letting these core guys stick around. No. And if I think if Marcus Semyon wants to be a part of this core group, hell, why not? Can you imagine the so core good. group the Jays would have had if they didn't try to just like you know push it? Like we understand, obviously, you you yeah. have to go for it, right? That's yeah. There's no doubt about that. Yeah, it's good. It's good, Joe. No, oh, that's a wind dated bomb. Oh, wind wind giveth, wind taketh away, eh? Just fantastic. Lourdes Lourdes puts a charge into a 420-foot shot that it lands 350 feet. You know what's funny? The wind is just going like this and then this. You know, it's going crazy. (laughs) Just crazy. Joe Panic. Wow. Look at that. Love it. He knows right away, too. Pitcher just doesn't even look at it. Joe Panic's so fun on the bench. I'm happy. Yeah. But it's like, um, there's just guys who want to play here. And that's yeah, what you need. Right? This is exactly. And I think they have a good lineup of guys right now in their core that just want to be here and want to play for the Blue Jays. And it's yeah. great. And they're young, right? That was the thing about the Jays of 2015, 20, like 16, was it? Or 2014, I guess, because they weren't really competitive that. No, 2015, but, 16 were the two playoff years. Was it two? Yeah. Okay. Those years, mm-hmm. they were also had a time limit on them because we knew like David Price was getting older, Jose Batista yeah. was getting older, Edwin was older, JD J- was older. JD Tulo. never stays healthy, so you weren't sure. Same with no, Tulo. Tulo was never really in the lineup, right? Devin Travis, even though younger, Same thing. couldn't seem to get Same healthy. Thing. Yeah, it, it was just it was so frustrating to see Ari Dickey was like the old 100 years old. Yeah, but because the, oh, Mark throw, Burley was 100 years old, <laughs> I can throw 40 mile an hour pitch that just drops out of nowhere. Yeah. I can stay in this league, like. 
Aaron Sanchez sucked. couldn't figure out his arm to no, stay healthy. It, it sucked like, to watch, and now you have a different kind of situation where you have a lot of talent who are are committed to this team for a while, like contract. I, and yeah, I love those two rosters, and they were fun at the time. This team is so much more fun to watch. They brought just, in a lot of a lot of like want to see guys, you know, yeah, like just guys. energy like, and flair and just everything about it Jose, so when fun. he started figuring out how to hit bombs that was exciting already yeah. right jd yeah. was jd was a electric base, rod. right how you even got that that trade to go down was stupid right <laughs> was so stupid oakland baby that was the biggest hose job i think i've ever seen that was so bad i'm so yeah. good for it though and then Edwin was was kind of a shock as well like i don't think anybody expected Edwin to be he was that. so bad and then he was incredible Overnight. He was a third baseman. Let's not forget that. <laughs> well, and then he if you to... want to call him that, he was he right. played third base. Yep. And then, and then he went to first. And then it was just like, you know what? You're a DH. Let's just yeah. let's roll with that. Yeah, it's great. So, it, I, I, but this team now, you got Vladdy in there. You get Bo in there. You get guys like that are just so Lourdes, uh, Teoscar, just so much fun to watch, just play the game of baseball and just be around those guys. It's awesome. Uh, I have a question for you. Oh God, it's not that. Deep it's not that is it, deep. Is it the question? Are you no, I don't think so. It's not that deep. All right. It's not that we'll serious. Give him the ball. Um, there's a bit of a thing going on in baseball right now, and Josh Donaldson kind of brought it up, and he said he's going to release an entire catalog, quote unquote, that uh, of, pl- of pitchers that use foreign substances to help themselves pitch. Right. My question to you. Do you care about the foreign substance? Yeah. I don't care personally. I I don't know. I don't really care because no. it's it's already hard enough. I, I don't but then again, it's why have it? That's you know, why then, not yeah. just why not just pitch and if you're going to get sure. dominated then every pitcher is going to get dominated and I you know, appreciate the good ones will survive and, and you can adjust. You're supposed to be a professional, right? Like we wouldn't yeah. let we wouldn't let NHL players use certain, <laughs> you know, steroids are illegal for hitters. Like you can't you can't do yeah, I guess, but it's just like you can't I, don't do know. I, you can't I appreciate have, a good pitching yeah. performance. Your bats have to be a certain, you know, regulation. Mm-hmm. You can't just do certain it, things. It's if just, it's such a widely known thing that so many guys are doing this. Do we really care, or is it just people just want to make a big stink about? I it? think it's it's the worry of if you give an inch, people are going to run a mile. You know, right. we've already seen sure, it. sure, You've seen it's it going to go the, from the there and get worse. Been going on in, in MLB, and now no one's really done anything about it. And yeah. I guarantee you, there's still some going on, right? You still hear whispers here and there, yeah. of other teams cheating and, and players saying, "Look, I have." Tyler Glass now tried to accuse the Blue Jays of doing it, right? In a game that they lost, right. So come on, on, Tyler. Sure. Um, (laughs) You know, I don't know, man. I just there's a guy on TikTok that his entire account is literally just dedicated to like pointing out that pitchers are cheating. And I'm like, why? Why do you spend so much energy doing that? (laughs) I'm like, I do not care, man. Because you've said to batters that, you know, you're not going to you're not going to let them do that. You're not going to let them have an advantage. The pitchers shouldn't either. And yeah, I guess it's just. The balls, it's just a little much. It, you know, the, the balls being juiced. Mm-hmm. Like, 
I think realistically what Major League Baseball needs to do is every team needs to look at their stadiums and start to move it back. Get some dimensions guys, difference. Yeah. These guys are finding. Like, Stop letting the Yankees it. have a fucking 200 foot porch out there and right. It's unbelievable. It's brutal. Yeah. Yeah. The, the Red Sox. Oh, you just hit a bunch of deep to be yeah, like, you, what, like shallow fly balls that just go 100 you feet need, in the air. You need 308. That's it. And you yeah. can clear that wall. That yeah. would just barely clear that. Wall, you know, you, you hit a wall scraper that doesn't leave any other yard. Houston. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Houston just like it's finds phenomenal. ways to put balls into that little jut. It you sucks. need to find ways to move it back. Right. Maybe back in the day, that was uh, an appropriate size for a stadium. Sure. Not anymore. Science. This is not these guys. Yeah, and they're they're athletes now. Let's remember that they're not just jobbers. They're legitimate athletes now. These these guys are being like scientifically tested. Yeah, the whole like baseball (laughs) players aren't athletes thing springs from way back then when it was true, but now it's just not a thing. Baseball players are just freaks. Go watch Mike Trout hit a golf ball and tell me that he's not an athlete. You know, go look at Giancarlo Stanton without a shirt. Yasiel Pui? Oh, Are you serious? Dude. Uh what's his what uh your boy there played for the Reds. You know exactly who I'm thinking of. Oh, um Derek Dietrich. Derek Dietrich. That guy's a Michael unit. Lorenzen. Man. Michael Lorenzen? There's a bunch. Like there's Dude, a ton of guys yes, that you don't even some guys Randall that... Grichick's forearms are like the size of my head. Like these yeah, guys are huge. It's not mm-hmm. it's not a it's, joke. It's ridiculous like, it's, at this. It's point. not it's not just like men going for beers afterwards. Like they no. are on strict diets, they are on meal plans, they are on workout plans, they're on everything. Yeah. And so like I get it that pitchers are complaining that you know this is this is unfair because we don't have any sort of advantage, but it's also more on major league baseball saying that these parks are just not big enough. Like these no. are you know, guys are hitting home runs still, even yeah. with pitchers doing this. So it's just like, I don't know. Maybe we need you know to what I'd honestly like to see to neutralize too? the hitters. The NHL, if the NHL were to adapt the Olympic size rink, mm-hmm. cool. Yeah. These guys are so much faster now. Like, absolutely. That's what you want to see. It'd be a much more entertaining game for the skill teams, I think, because you get a it little more room to work. Way less less worrisome for some like for these players. Maybe less, so less injuries together. too. You're yeah, not absolutely. flying around not so in the little area. Yes. I don't hate it. I like, like just that. you, you still you don't have to adapt the Olympic style of game. No, like, but, but you can adapt the just the ice. And, yeah, cool. just have more space out there. Can you imagine some of the three on three games? Can you imagine How giving Connor be? McDavid more space. Three on three games, everyone would sit back with, on Connor McDavid. It would be <laughs> three men it's back nuts. as soon as he touched the puck. Yeah, it's nuts. Yeah, I thought that. I thought it's interesting. I don't know. Baseball is a weird sport like that. There's all these little rules. Yeah. <clears throat> I think um I think I'm done. I I think I am too. I think I I want to see this uh this Vegas game. Yeah. Bit. Yeah, I'm hoping to catch that. Um that was fun. Considering we had nothing ready and we dragged it out this long. It's Monday pretty good. will be a much Hopefully more we're planned. way better Monday. I'm tired. Hopefully we have a Leafs win too. Hopefully. Jesus. I don't want to have to talk about game 7 on Monday. I really don't. I I'm traumatized from this. I don't want to see it. Thank you for listening. Uh, as always, don't forget to follow us at the BNB pod underscore on Twitter and Instagram. See, I can't even remember their thing at this point. And at the BNB podcast on TikTok. It's uh, it's 820 for those wondering. It's not that late. No, I had to wake up in the morning today. This is third inning of the Jays. He is just yeah, I just I'm losing it. I just don't have it. 
He's getting um, old, folks. You can old. find merchandise like the thing that Brandon's currently wearing um, and all sorts of other content from us at theasports.com. T-H-E-E-H sports.com. Uh, yeah, don't forget to like, comment, subscribe, all that fun stuff. We will catch you early next week. Give or take. Hopefully, we'll be a little more ready to go. Thank you for listening. We really appreciate it. We were, I think we responded. We'll catch you soon. Cheers.